Morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community of Summerton, Philadelphia. Continuing here with with Shemona Prokham, rather. Sorry, Shemona Prokham of the Ramp and the Ram's introduction to Pirkei Avos. We're getting close to the end of the first parak and about to round out the last of the five aspects of the Nefesh. Ram tells us that we have a Nefesh. That's the part of us that animates us, that keeps us alive, that keeps us functioning, keeps us... Uh, able to interact with our environment, able to manipulate our environment, function with their, our, our environment. That, that nefesh has five different aspects. And yes, we saw the chelik hamis oirer, the drive-oriented aspect. And we have now the fifth and final one. It says the Rambam v'achelik hasichli. Final aspect of the nefesh, that lowest part of our soul that works within the body and keeps the body animated and alive is the chelik hasichli, the intelligence function, function of the intellectual, intelligent part of the nefesh, the part that gives us seichel. And the Rambam says like this, that's a property of the nefesh that man has, a person has, that gives us the ability to think have intelligence. Now note the Rambam says that this is one aspect of the nefesh. He stresses the fact that it's a adam, something that a person has, a human being has, meaning animals don't have this. Animals, the Rambam is clearly telling us, don't have the fifth aspect of the nefesh, which is intelligence. And although, you know, some people would swear that the dogs have higher IQs than their bosses or their co-workers, <laughs> that might be true, but they don't have intelligence. Animals don't have intelligence, they have they have instinct. Sometimes they can have highly refined instinct. They can have highly, uh, um, highly, highly uh, um, um, refined, and and um, that's what I'm looking for. That's not, not uh, um, what? Polished. Yeah, polished. I'm looking for another word. Um, not trained. Not not. Yep, they can inst- They have instincts that that uh, guide them with, with you know, tremendous degree of su- success and accuracy. But that's still not intelligence. What's intelligence? They're not going to describe what intelligence is. Let's see. So that's the that's the fifth aspect of our nefesh: the fact that we, as live human beings, are able to be intelligent beings, people of intelligence, people with intellect. What does that mean? This is what allows us to gain wisdom, gain knowledge. It allows us, A, to gain knowledge, to amass wisdom, accumulate wisdom, and to apply that wisdom. So the Rambam essentially just describes what we would call Chachma and Bina. Chachma is having a lot of knowledge, a lot of facts, a lot of information. Bina is knowing how to apply it, what's appropriate in this situation. You know, I have a lot of knowledge, I have a lot of facts. What do I do with the facts, practically speaking, in any given, in any given situation? What do I apply, what do I not apply, how do I... <coughs> practically, practically uh, work with that wisdom. So that allows me, that's the Bina aspect, knowing how to filter, knowing how to filter the wisdom, knowing how to filter and apply that knowledge. That's what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, what's correct, what's incorrect. 
So, you know, so you see sometimes people that are chachma heavy but lack bina, people that are bina heavy but lack chachma, and people that sometimes don't have much of either, we're not in doubt with either one. You have a good intuitive sense of um, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, but, but you, you are uh, lacking knowledge and facts. Whatever you do have, you have a very solid, developed in- intuition of knowing what to do with it, but you're just not walking around with so much information. It's slow, low on the Chachma side, heavy on the, on the Bina side. You can have the opposite. You can have the opposite. Lots and lots of Chachma, but not so much Bina. That's, you know, people with uh, this, uh, syndromes, of people that, that uh, are, are not so refined socially. Social Maybe awkward. geniuses, what? Social awkward. Socially awkward people, that's right. They may have a lot of Chachma. They don't have the best Bina. You know, what, what, what are you supposed to say? What are you not supposed to say? What's socially acceptable? What's not socially acceptable? And I had to relate to people. That, that requires Bina. That's applying the Chachma that, that you have. Not everybody is interested in sitting and listening for, you know, two and a half hours to all your, uh, to all your, all your uh, stories about... What? Complaints, sure. Nobody definitely, people definitely don't want to hear the complaints. But, uh, you know, hear all your stories and your drushes about, uh, I don't know, all the interesting things that you did when you were working in a bank, putting yourself through college, whatever. You know, these, that's a lot of chachma, not so much bina. People have bina without chachma, that they have that intuition, but they don't, you know, they, they don't know how much to put into that. Um, but all this comes, the chachma and the bina, accumulating knowledge, facts, and knowing what to do with them, that is... The seichel. The animals don't have that. Animals operate based on pure instinct. They don't have intelligence. They don't have intellect. They can't. They can't accumulate knowledge and wisdom. Not just because they can't read them, even if they could read it. They don't. They don't. Uh, they don't pick up. They don't pick up um, ideas. Ideas. Formulating ideas. Let's see. Right now, that's something that has to do. Formulating and applying ideas has to do with the seichel. Um, Applying those ideas, some of them that can be that can be concrete, that can be abstract. I mean, part of the seichel, the seichel helps me, is there to to let me uh, work with it in an abstract sense and in a practical sense. This is going to be a little bit technical. Let's just read the next few lines and 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 just put in our own terms of the Ram saying, "Vamaisi." Practical knowledge, practical wisdom that comes from the seichot, that comes from the intellect. That can be theoretical and that can be actual, practical, theoretical and practical. In terms of applied knowledge, applied wisdom, my intelligence still allows me to deal with that on a theoretical level and on a practical level. The unity, then the abstract thought, abstract intelligence is what abstract is just studying my surrounding studying the world around me not really doing um, anything with that but thinking about it thinking understanding processing that's abstract thought that's called knowledge knowledge wisdom is just information facts that is accumulated by studying and thinking about my surroundings. So that's abstract intelligence. Applied intelligence that's to do with skills, with trades. That's applied intelligence. Kinagaras, 
carpentry, um, agricultural work, medicine, um, uh, seafaring, design. We, we throw lots of things into here, right? You know, computer science, put all kinds of things, uh, particle physics. But, but the Rambam means um, practical branches of knowledge and wisdom. And the the theoretical end of that is um, is the is the theoretical counterpart for the practical applied wisdom, figuring out how things work, how things can work, how to make things work, even if I'm not applying that yet. Okay, so there's there's two major categories of wisdom. He says there's abstract thoughts which is wisdom that is not necessarily connected to anything practically, but is understanding about everything that's in the universe. Then there's the applied uh, branches of, of wisdom, of knowledge, which, ha- which has to do with, with um, which breaks down further into theoretical and practical. The theoretical is how to do something if I would want to do it, but not necessarily doing it yet. This is all the bullet points of the fifth function of my nefesh, which is intelligence. So none of this shows up in animals. In other words, animals have instinct, not intelligence. And what's important for us to understand, to, to process, based on what the Ram is sharing with us, is that the animals, can they be trained? Yes, animals can be trained. But they, they can only be trained according to the limitations of what their instincts are, 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 are wired for. Anything that's outside the reach of their instincts all the training in the world is not going to is not going to help them because their their um, nefesh lacks seichel. It lacks a processing center. It lacks a, a a computing center. It lacks a center that can be rewired. All the wiring is there already in an animal. There's no seat of intelligence. There's no seat of seichel which can absorb new um, ideas, which can formulate new ideas, which can think about things. And 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 pick up new knowledge, new information, because animals lack this area, this aspect of the nefesh altogether. They're already wired according to the nefesh, based on the previous aspects of the nefesh we have. How they, their survival instincts, how they keep themselves alive, how they function, how they interact with their environment, how they sense and perceive their environment. So working with that, I can train them based on the first few aspects of their nefesh to. So, like, I can take a dog <clears throat> that, in order, the dog, the, the first aspect of the nefesh, which all animals have in common, which is chel kazan, that keeps the animal alive, the survival aspect of the nefesh, the, 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 the vitalities. So, for a dog to survive, it has to um, use its mouth to uh, tear into food, to rip chunks of meat off of something and, and chew and swallow, so I can... You know, I can exploit that and train the dog to attack and kill. What I'm really doing is I'm taking the kayak hazan, that part of the dog, which instinctively the dog knows how to say, see something in its mouth and rip chunks out of it. Um, and sometimes in the, in the wild, the dog will have to hunt live animals to, to survive in the wild. I'm taking that part of the dog and I'm training it um, to use that to attack, but I'm exploiting a part of the dog that already exists. I'm not explaining to the dog um, that they're, you know, 
there are uh, 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 there's concept called murder, and I'm going to be, you know, you're going to be a hitman for me, and these are the people that we want to take down. And I explain to the dog, these are bad people, and and uh, you're going to be used to take out the evil people in this world. So you can't explain that to a dog. That requires intelligence. It's new concepts, brand new concepts. So there's a, a notion that you can, you know, that, that, that you can murder, you can kill, and there's people that need to be killed, people that need to be murdered. The, the owner of the dog is trying to explain to the dog so that you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't give that over to a dog because that are new concepts that don't exist within the, the dog's um, pre-existing nefesh. Um, these concepts don't exist in, in the nefesh of the dog. The concepts that exist are, are um, survival. Survival. Now, there are dogs that are trained to be attack dogs, watch dogs. There are dogs that have that. Smell growl is Yeah, that are that are that are that are part of their instinct is to be loyal. Part of their instinct is to protect their owner. That is true. There are dogs that already have that in their instinct. Um, so that's that's something. Let's say you have a you know a species of dogs that that their nefesh already has as part of its instincts is has an instinct to be loyal, to be protective. So that can also be trained, but. An animal that doesn't have those instincts, not wired in that way, not wired uh, to have a nefesh that has a sense of loyalty or an innate sense of, of protective sense, the only way you're going to be able to... So with a dog, you can use the, the instincts that it already has of loyalty and, and the protective instincts to also to attack. An animal that doesn't have that, the only thing that you're going to be able to do if you want to train the animal to be an attack animal is to exploit, again, the kayak hazan, the the aspect of the nefesh, the survival aspects of the nefesh, the animals um, wiring for hunting, for hunting and killing for itself, you can use that to train it to attack and kill. But to explain to an animal, like, look, we're going to talk about a new concept, you never heard about this before, that there's something just called... murder, killing people, and you're going to be a killer animal that, that you can't you can't uh, you can't get an animal that way because that requires intelligence. Whereas with a person, a human being, we have seichel. A human being has has the capacity that function of the fifth function of, of the nefesh, which is intelligence. Intelligence is is the ability to rewire, to to absorb new information, to absorb new concepts, things that I've never been exposed to. And whether that's abstract, whether it's practical, whether it's theoretical, all of the above, um, to to uh, amass new concepts and to be able to apply new concepts is something that is exclusive to a human being. People, animals do not have that. In this sense, um, the Rambam is using it loosely over here. When we would use it in a, a more a stricter sense, and Hashem means the higher higher parts of your nefesh. The Rambam right now is talking about. Nefesh, just in, in terms of the part of us that keeps us alive. When we would talk about neshama, as opposed to nefesh, we would be talking about our ruchnius, the part that lets us do mitzvahs, lets us... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this nefesh that we have is a spiritual spark, but it's the lowest of the spiritual spark. It's just there that keeps us alive, keeps us functioning. So what he's talking about right now is not, not yet spiritual. I mean, not yet spiritual in the sense that that it connects us to anything spiritual. Keep us alive, keep us functioning. Facilitate the physical. Yes. Like, so it's a different thing, the nefesh is the lowest part of the neshama. So it's part, I'd say. 
It's the lowest rung on the ladder. It's the lowest, lowest link in the chain. The Ram is not getting into that yet, to the, to the, the uh, relationship between the Nefesh and the Neshama. Um, Where did it reside? What? Where did it reside? The Nefesh... So you said the Nefesh has five things, right? So some yeah. of it in the brain, some of it in the... So the Rambam, as, he, as he's been going through all five, he's been telling us where, where each of it, where, where they... Where they um, not so much where they reside, but what they what they use, which part of me they use. The nefesh. The the other swarm tells us that the nefesh, being that it's the lowest part of my neshama, so it's coming from a spiritual place, but it has to has to be attached to my physicality. It's attached to my physicality through the blood that circulates through the whole body. So that, that part of us that keeps us alive that has five different functions. Um, has its uh, entry point through the blood. Um, which part of us does that nefesh use what, from the blood? What does it use? So the different parts of the nefesh use different parts of us. So the the last part that we're having now, the kayachasichli, intellectual part of the nefesh uses the mind. That's working with, through the blood into the mind. So, you know... Not that this is supposed to be thought of like in pure physical terms. If we would, you'd say, you know, that the nefesh, which is connected to me through my blood, um, that aspect of the seichel is operative, operates, uses my mind, uses my brain as a tool. The, the Ram said earlier, the sensory part of my nefesh uses the outer parts of my body and different other organs that I have to sensate the... No, it's spiritual that uses no, the physical. Right. I mean, that's what we say, pikuf nefesh, not pikuf neshama, right? Yeah. It's, it's the part of my, lowest part of my neshama that okay. animates and, the body, and works within, yeah, it's, 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 it's at the controls of the body. Right. It's at the controls of the body, control panel of the body. Okay, let's let's wrap up this paragraph. There's one more paragraph over here. So that's the Rambam rounding out the five functions of the nefesh. And the last one is only by a person. Excuse me, this nefesh that we've been saying that has five different functions, that uses my body in different ways, is when we put it together with the intelligence, so the the um, intelligence is like the tsura, is it gives the um, it, it, it gives is the guiding, is the is the is the guiding force behind the nefesh, which can be thought of with the the rest of the person, the rest of the aspects, which can be thought of raw material. So says the Ram, when we put all five together, we can think of it as like like raw matter, raw material, like. Clay, or or uh, any any other raw matter that you're working with, and what particular shape you're going to give it, uh, what you're going to what you're going to fashion it into. So the seichel really fashions and shapes and directs all the other aspects of the nefesh. Says the Rambam, we don't apply our seichel, we don't use our power of thought, whether it's theoretical, practical, abstract or applied, then we are really just a 
a, a, a formless lump of clay, we have a lot of potential and a lot of abilities, but we're not being directed. We're not being directed at all. So it's the final one, the seichel, which really puts everything together and puts everything together and kind of justifies the whole the whole mechanism, the, all, all the other four. I'm sorry, the Pazik initially says, without any das, without any knowledge, without any intelligence, the nefesh, what, what, what's the point of the rest of the nefesh? Meaning, it goes hand in hand with what we said, without, without the intelligence where, where, where we say, there's no real difference between us and animals. We're just operating more based on instinct, we're operating based on things that happen automatically. The rest of the, the, the systems kind of happen automatically, work automatically, so the nefesh that gives guidance and 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 direction without the nefesh we're just a like a formless lump of clay which is something that ha- works automatically not much better than an animal within with the seichel the highest level of the nefesh we have direction we have purpose how this works what the, what, what, the, what the specifics are, it says the Raman, we can't get into that over here, how specifically the intelligence directs the rest of the setup. What we really want, we set up all this to get back to the Midas. We're going to be circling back to the Midas, which the Ram associated with the fourth aspect of the Nefesh, the part that we have, where we have drive, where we have our objectives, goal-oriented that we had yesterday. That's really what the Ramba wants to discuss, is character traits. Says the Rambam, we, we explored this topic sufficiently to be able to move on to the next part, which is about character traits, and thus concludes, says the Rambam, the first parak. So really the Rambam's agenda is to help us, as he said in the beginning of Shemana Prakim, to help us heal the soul. As he said, anyone that has a Midas issue, a person has issue with temper, he has an issue with self-control, he has an issue with generosity, with, 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 with uh, laziness, that represents an illness, an illness of the nefesh. The nefesh is ill, the nefesh needs a cure, needs to be healed. And before we get to that, the Rambam had to give us a, a brief rundown, a breakdown of how the nefesh operates, the five basic aspects of the nefesh. The Rambam tells us all the basics we have, the basic foundational material we have. Now we're going to move on and start to discuss the Midas, and that's going to be the second parak. So this concludes the first parak, and tomorrow we will start the second parak.